Well, I don't know, man. That that uh, that's falling in and out of love, <laughs> <laughs> as Alicia Keys would say. There you is. Does she say that? Yeah. Okay. I, I keep on falling in and out of a love yeah. with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any formal training, Jim, so I don't know if... Uh... Imperceptible. Thank God you're here. Um, I've, you know, we, we haven't seen each other, what, in like a solid 72 hours. I don't, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, um, have, have you, have you been keeping well? Yes. Oh, good. Very oh, well. good. Yourself? Yeah. Very good, man. Very good. You Jim and good. I, uh, thank you. Thank you. Jim and I just, uh, we ended up seeing each other over the weekend because we did a, uh, mm-hmm. a podcast called Men Are the Prize, mm-hmm. uh, with a gentleman hosted by the, uh, by a gentleman by the name of Harvey. Yeah. Harvey got in, uh, he got in contact with us and uh, expressed his desire to have us on the podcast. And Jim and I have nothing but positive things to say about it. Like, yeah, it was uh, good. It was, it was a really, really nice good. experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a really nice guy. Good energy. Definitely good energy. Yeah. And I mean, I've, I've, I often tell Jim that he is a prize. So I thought that it was very apropos that we would be on the Men is the Prize podcast. Thank you for both of us. <laughs> So that will be coming out in the next, um, it sounded like a couple of weeks. He didn't give us an exact date, but it's, yeah. um, it is the first time that Jim and I have kind of appeared on camera together. This oh, is yeah, of course something right. that yeah. this, uh, this podcast is, is audio only, but, uh, you'll be able to actually see the two of us, um, you know, which is, which is kind of a nice change. Jim yeah. isn't camera shy. He looks great on camera. I appreciate you saying that, Matt. I, I don't like it. Do I'm, you get uncomfortable? I'm not a fan. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm not, uh, there's lots of there. I couldn't, I couldn't count them and how many times where you know you kind of glance over at yourself. I'm, not, I'm sure you did, or maybe I should ask. I was only looking at myself the entire oh, okay. time. Yeah. <laughs> so I would. Be... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would look over and be like, "Ah, fuck, is that what I look like?" <laughs> like ah. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bizarre, you know. We live in this kind of a uh, some might say a, a vapid society where where vanity kind of runs rampant, and people can't get enough of posting selfies of themselves, looking yeah. at themselves, and you're just you're quite the opposite. You would rather uh, live uh, in the uh, in the shadows and just have your your voice yeah. um, um, out in the world, but not necessarily your beautiful face. <laughs> I appreciate you saying. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure you noticed. Like, I would look over at you lots. I, I thought we were kind of looking over at each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. you know, I kind of I kind of did that. But I don't know. I find it. Don't you find it a little bit um, unfamiliar? I'll, I'll use to, to like see yourself speaking and having facial expressions. Because the only other time I ever see myself mm-hmm. is in the bathroom mirror. And what am I doing in the oh. bathroom mirror? I'm, you know, brushing my teeth. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not 
animated. You know sure. what I mean? I'm, yeah. Like I said, I'm brushing my teeth or whatever it might be. But there you're, you're animated. You're, you know, showing emotion and you're speaking or you're laughing or, yeah. or whatever. And for me, it's kind of, I don't know. It's not, it's, it's for sure not my most favorite thing in the world. I, it doesn't make me feel, uh, it doesn't make me feel better about myself. Well, that okay. Way. That's yeah. very honest, man, for yeah. sure. So this wasn't one of those things where it kind of took you outside of your comfort zone and that was a good thing? It took me out of my comfort zone, yeah. I don't know if I'd put label it good or bad necessarily, okay. but... Certainly something different at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're living, man. That's for sure. We are. So shout out to Harvey if you're listening. We, uh, Jim and I both think that you're a wonderful human being. We can't wait to see the episode. And thanks again for having us yeah. on. That was really a fun experience. Yeah, he was really great. He's got a he's got a really great energy about him. A hundred percent, man. Really appreciated that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, Jim, uh, this is the Straight Love Podcast, of course, and uh, you and I talk to, talk about uh, a lot about love. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And I wanted to uh, start today by talking a little bit about uh, people who fall out of love okay and what that means to you have you experienced that before what was that like when somebody falls out of love i don't know I th there's so many different ways that we that i think that we can come at this but I i'd like to hear from you first from personal experience can you say honestly that you've fall that you've fallen out of love uh with people in the past i don't think i have but so you're I, still in love with them? No. Okay. <laughs> so I think what has happened is that my, not interpretation, my idea of love changed. Okay. You know? Yeah. And so thinking about the, the relationships that I've been in where I've experienced that feeling, at the time, it felt like that was my definition of love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would not be what it is now. Okay. So your, your, your experience with love and what you th know love to be now yeah. is, is apples and batteries from, from what it was before. <laughs> that comparison always gets me when you use it. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly what you said. Okay. Yeah. So you never, so, so when you, so how did so how do you describe what happened then? Like, was it just kind of like your feelings changed? Like, how do you go from whatever it is, the love that you had to not necessarily feeling that same way anymore if you're not falling out of love with someone? Yeah. Well, I mean, for context, I haven't, it's, it's been a, it's a low, very low number that, you know, of people that you've been in love with that right. you can honestly say. Yeah. Okay. And so if I think of a particular instance, I, I very much felt that way at the time. And even when that relationship had ended, uh, I still felt that way. And now if I think back to it, because it was quite some time ago, you know, it was in my, you know, late 20, mid, late 20s, it wouldn't be the same. I, I, it just, I just don't think I have the same context and perspective of it. You know what I mean? Which I think just comes as a function of, well, an intentional function of growth, change, mm -hmm. experience, how yeah. you feel about yourself. Sure. So it's um, it's it's actually really it's a very neat question you're asking. So let's 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 maybe then broaden it and talk about it in more generic terms. So if we look at 
divorce, for instance, you know, yeah. people who pledge their love to each other in front of all their family and friends, and then they end up getting a divorce. Well, we know that 50% of marriages end in divorce. And of those 50% of marriages, 80% of those, those divorces are initiated by women. Right. So what do you think is happening in these instances where people are turning around? They're, they're, they're looking at that person that they used to love or that they thought they used to love and saying, I'm not in love with you anymore. Are you, are you, are, are, are you, would you go as far, as far to say that they were never in love to begin with? Or, I mean, how do we, how do we, I don't, how do we gauge somebody's? I don't think so. I think it's a product. I think it can be a product of not a, an innumerable amount of things, but like a few things. I think certainly it could be a function of growth, people changing, one person changing, one person not changing. Yep, like that'll, growing, that'll yep. create a disparity for sure. hundred percent then you have like a different idea, sort of what I was saying earlier about what love is. I think if you don't put effort into it and, and intention into it, and it's like anything else. I, I, I really find these, I, I find the concept of effort and intention and work to be very universal with everything that we have and do in life. Agreed. Not to get on a different trajectory, but it's... You know, there's lots of opinions and theories on how, you know, how some people are like, oh, well, you just, you have it or you don't have it. Mm -hmm. And and they blanket that across any sort of myriad of things. Lots of times it comes to the way that our brains are wired, although now there's just so much stuff that speaks against it. But, you know, people would often think, well, that's, you know, that's how my brain is or that's how I think or that's what I do. And it was never supported or theorized that you can rewire the way you think right but it takes work it takes effort it takes sort of like you have to have a plan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. otherwise you don't have any progress or growth or strengthening of anything i think that applies to everything including like being in love i don't think you just i don't think you just set the dryer to uh in love (laughs) and then fucking walk away for eight years and then it's still on there. Excellent. Yeah, I like that analogy, man. You know? Definitely. Yeah. So, but I mean, as a person that you were married mm-hmm. and are no longer to that person. No. Um, I presume you were in love. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, like, what was the path through that to presumably it no longer being the same case. Yeah. And, and I, you know, you, you used an interesting analogy there. And another one that I had heard before from a friend of mine was, was, uh, you know, how a relationship is kind of like a bank account where if you're always withdrawing from it, mm-hmm. um, and never depositing anything at some point, you're just going to go broke. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I don't, um, I think that there was some, a lot of, um, just kind of taken for granted. And I think a lot of people do this as well. I shouldn't speak on behalf of the people. I'll speak on behalf of myself. But you kind of take for granted that, uh, you know, you've, you've, you've taken these vows and you, um, you know, you've said your I do's and you think that you're going to be together forever. And you figure, okay, well, yeah. you know, we're great now. So we're always going to be great. And you kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit. And I think that it, 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 it was a good lesson in that, and, and, and hopefully a lot of people that have had, you know, one marriage under their belt at, at least can, can kind of say, well, this is what I did wrong in that relationship. And I'm not going to do that in this one. And at least use that as a learning experience and say, I am going to put effort into making sure that my relationship is always something that's a priority, you know, making sure that it is cared for and nurtured and 
uh, you don't get into that cruise control because cruise control, I think, is where is 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 where a lot of things kind of go to shit, man. You know? Yeah, and I agree with that exactly. And it makes me think of when you fall in love with someone, you sort of you fall in love with you're almost falling in love with a moment in time. Oh, because I like that. The person has a certain personality at that yeah, time. Yeah. They look a certain way at that time. Mm-hmm. They have certain interests at that time. They have certain emotions at that time. And I can really believe and understand how when those things change, yep. if there isn't some sort of commensurate intention to what's changing, you you won't find yourself with the same person that you fell in love with. And then where is that love? Yeah. And the thing is, is I mean, I'll I'll use it, I'll use the example of uh, you know, uh, uh typical male because i am a male and so maybe in your 30s a woman has fallen or another person has fallen in love with this guy and this guy is active and he plays sports and he does romantic things and all those types of things he's dynamic and exciting and then you've been married for six years and he's put on 30 pounds Mm -hmm. and he's complacent and he gets home from work and he just wants to drink a fucking beer and right. sit on the sofa and watch a game. Mm-hmm. I honestly would not fault anybody from being like, I'm less in love with that. I still have an emotional, personal yes. connection, yeah. but I'm less in love with that version of my partner. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing is, is because if you were to sort of cafeteria going back in, back in time, and by that I mean you choose to go back in time and keep certain things the the back how they were, I should say. But let's say you were to have that person be how they are now back in time. Would you be interested in them? Probably not. Of course not. Yeah. So to have this expectation that a person changes so much to still have that in love feeling. Mm -hmm. I mean, now hopefully you've built some more foundational concrete love throughout that relationship, but there's still that aspect of that beginning stuff you know yeah yeah well and and what a wonderful i mean it's it's a great incentive as well to try and you know continue to and and without putting too much pressure on yourself but be that best version of yourself so potentially your partner can grow with you potentially fall in love with you all over again you know just you know that 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 different part of you that different way that you're changing growing uh, expanding all that kind of thing yeah um and i think that we're getting better at raising our awareness so that we know so that we can again kind of learn from other people's mistakes from the past because um it it marriage isn't a finish line you know you don't you don't have your wedding and then just figure out we did it you know and um it's arguably the starting line fucking a man yeah yeah that's interesting a lot of people don't necessarily they kind of look at it they they start dating and then you're kind of working towards that wedding, you know, you have your engagement and you have your engagement party and then you have your, you know, bachelorette, bachelor, all that kind of stuff. And then you have your wedding and you have your wedding night and your honeymoon or whatever. And then you kind of look at each other and you say, well, I don't know, I guess we have a kid now. And then you have one of those and maybe you have another one and you get the house. And I mean, hopefully somewhere within all of that time, you're still cultivating desire and, you know, working on ensuring that that love doesn't fade because I think, um, you know, over time as well, like everybody kind of, you've got that lust that you can't deny between two people when they first meet, especially if they're very, very attracted to them. 
but that's almost impossible to maintain. You know, the lust that you had within the first yeah. six months, whatever it is, to say that you have that same yearning for that person 25 years down the line is, I mean, you, 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 you can't, you can't duplicate that. I don't think, right. Because it's, I don't know. Cause you know, we haven't lived that long with sure with anybody. And I mean, I'm not really much of an authority on this subject matter to begin with, but I, I just think that complacency is a real bad enemy. Agreed. I think comfort is really good to be comfortable with someone because then it allows you to be vulnerable, allows you to be that real person that you are. But I think a p- important part about that is what standard are you holding yourself to yeah. to be the real you? Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and, I, and I think it's a bit of a cop-out when people are like, oh, well, that's just me. This, you know, this is me and this is what I am. I think what we've lost a lot of is um, holding ourselves to a higher standard Agreed, for, for, for ourselves and for our partners, yep. right? Because wouldn't it be something, isn't it attractive that the person you're with wishes to stay, and I'm not just speaking on the outside physically, but isn't it an attractive trait to know that your person is doing things to keep themselves attractive? Of course. You know, in all respects, to keep attracting you yeah. to sort of play um, into the whole theory and idea of the law of attraction. Sure. You know, totally. like I've learned something new. Do you want to hear about it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. It's, and even all those things, and even, you know, being physically attractive as well. Like the the thing is, is like, I think people often really equate that with being maybe shallow or surface level. But I disagree with that a lot mm-hmm. because being with someone, there's a massive physical component. Sexual energy is fucking huge. And I, anyone that thinks it isn't doesn't know enough about it. Sure. Yeah. I, okay. That's a, that's, a, that's a bold statement. Yeah. And it's excitement, right? Like it's, you want to be with that person. You yeah. want to be close with them. You want, yeah, you want to feel those feelings, totally. like yeah. the physical surface stuff. That's part of being a human, but also it's attractive in my opinion, when someone has that drive and motivation to be better ultimately for themselves. Like that's a, that's an appealing personality trait, man. That's such a good point. That's such a good point, Jimmy. And I think that I, I, I like that, that you made a distinction between being complacent and being comfortable because uh, I do think that there is a big difference. I think that, you know, um, obviously when we're first meeting somebody and we're, we're, we're trying to put our, our best foot forward and we kind of want to, uh, you know, save face and that kind of thing and always make sure that we're the best version of ourselves. But at some point you're going to kind of let your guard down and your your your, yeah. your your best clothes on the couch to watch a, a movie sure. kind of thing and and, and 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 have a whole bunch of makeup on and cologne or whatever else but that doesn't mean that you stop trying you yeah know? perfect it doesn't mean that you stop trying right yeah 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 well i don't know man i um i i i I think that i i sympathize with people who have been with somebody for a very long time you know love that person since the day that they met and then gradually over time, one person, you know, changes, the other person doesn't. Um, and, uh, you kind of turn around and you say, geez, you know, you're, you're, 
I, I, I couldn't, you know, how horrible is that to hear? Like, I, I don't love you anymore. I mean, those that are, can you, can you think of a worse statement saying to somebody like, uh, and you, you can turn around and say, you've hurt me by saying that, but how much of yourself is to blame? Right. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I don't think that's, uh, that's probably something that's very, very overlooked. Mm -hmm. And really as easy as it is to say, and I, I, I'm sure I didn't have the wherewithal, to know this or understand this. And I'm not suggesting that I do now, but I certainly not, you know, when I was younger, there's an element of that not being personal. There certainly is, as you said, I agree because you can say, well, what have I not done or what have I done to sort of contribute to that? Yep. But there's also a component of it that is, is not personal. Like sometimes I think it just happens where people just don't feel that anymore. You know, yeah, it's just for whatever reason, I th I think, I think the growth aspect can be largely attributable to not being personal. You know, people sometimes just grow in different directions also. Totally. It's not necessarily the result of one person doing so and one person not, it's just different directions and it's. Well, and, and some people as well just wake up one day and they're like, I'm having a midlife crisis. Fuck it. I'm going down to Columbia and screw you and yeah. see you later. Yeah. It might be entirely them, right? Yeah. Just whatever whatever's compelling them yeah, yeah yeah well i don't know man that that uh that's fallen in and out of love <laughs> yeah, as alicia keys would say there you is does she say that yeah okay. I, I, I keep on falling in and out of a love yeah. with you <laughs> i don't have any formal training jim so i don't know if uh imperceptible <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to Alicia Keys. Uh, if you're listening, if you're not, if she's surprisingly not, I'm going to clip that and send it to her anyway. I'm going to fucking tweet it at her. DM it at her. <laughs> Alicia, is today your lucky day? It's your boy. <laughs> I'm embarrassed I spoke like that. Uh, all right. Alicia, we love you. Jimmy, I love you too, man. I love you too, man. Thank you for listening, y'all. Bye-bye.